welcome to She Spotlight. I'm Tony Gripper. And I'm Kate Roger. Thank you for joining us for deep dialogues about the feminine. Intimate, informative, global investigations about understanding the contemporary feminine wave. Where are we and how do we move with it? Welcome, everyone. I'm Kate Roger, and I'm here with the infamous Tony Gripper, and we are here today um, welcoming, again, another magnificent episode of New Moon with Wendy Grooms. Welcome, ladies. Thank you, Kate. Happy to be here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we're, we're feeling the potency of this moment this time and what we've been with you know with the with mercury and i know you're going to get into that a little bit um for us wendy though we have a new moon in sagittarius and that when does that happen exactly wendy yeah that's tuesday november 26th at Mm -hmm. 10 06 a.m eastern time um that's um based in the States. So wherever you are mm-hmm. in the world, it, you know, in uh, Australia, that would be Monday. And, mm, okay. Yeah. So um, Tuesday is, at least here in the States, it's uh, a couple days before a national holiday that we have Thanksgiving. So there's going to be some amplification of gratitude, though. An interesting thing about that, I think, because as I know that as, as I head into um, – holidays personally there's like a relaxing of my agenda my social like my all of my scheduling and all of that Mm -hmm. and I love that the new moon is so close to that so that I can really like breathe with what this particular new moon has to offer so I really appreciate that thank you um cosmic alliance (laughs) intelligence <laughs> so you were saying that I, I we tuned in a little bit what did you were saying something about the happy sun in Sagittarius oh yeah I was just saying happy sun in Sagittarius oh happy sun in Sagittarius oh happy yes, sun everybody. like you know all the yeah. Sages happy birthday basically but also just yes. like every month the sun moves in or every you know uh-huh uh, N- new moon yeah, we get every, to slide in. Yeah. yeah, we have a new sun experience. So right now we've been very steeped in all this Scorpio, right? We're in right, right. Scorpio time. And, we'll and so we're moving back. into Sagittarius. Yeah, so we'll get to that in a moment, though. Yeah, big shout out to all of the sun sign Sagittarius loves out there. Um, it's a, such a dynamic, interesting, interesting sign. So... Um, happy birthday to you. So let's just recap, Wendy, for everyone, for us and for everybody um, to sort of explain what a new moon means, what it is. Will you give us a little tiny tidbit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, as I've shared in the other podcasts that the new moon is – just as the dark moon is coming to a close as the new moon is birthing, it's a very internal sacred time where we can plant new seeds for what we want to come forward in this new cycle. So it brings a new cycle forward. 
and mm -hmm. um, it's a good time to be uh, within yourself. You have some sacred time so that you can align with what's coming forward and what you want to bring forward in the new moon phase. And um, in evolutionary astrology, we study phases. And the new moon is considered a new phase. It's a new phase cycle. Mm -hmm. And um, I have added some quotes from Ari Moshe Wolf from his book called um, An Evolutionary Beginner's Guide. And um, so he says here about the new phase, it's a highly subjective time relative to the past, which is ebbing, as one becomes ready to initiate a new journey of self-discovery. The mm -hmm. energy of any new moon is yang, Aries, offering mm -hmm. an immense freshness and vast scope of potential that needs to be instinctively acted upon in order for self-discovery to occur. So we mm -hmm. either are in action or there's going to be a reaction. So to be empowered around it or um, to take the initiative, you would be in action. You would be in conscious relationship with the new moon. Yeah. And, and then also with the influences that are with the particular new moon. And this one happens to be Sagittarius, right? Right. Okay, Absolutely. cool. Absolutely. Awesome. Wonderful. Thank you. Thanks, Wendy. Um, so give us an overview, please, of Sagittarius characteristics, both the light and the shadow sides. Okay. So the Sag archetype, it's fire. It's a fire sign. It's yang, and it's mm -hmm. in the mutable um, modality. So the mutable signs are Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces. So that means Sag is someone, mutable signs want a lot of freedom. They need a lot of space. They're, they're closing, kind of a closing out of a cycle. So we go from initiatory to fixed to mutable. And mutable mm. wants the freedom. It's breaking free from what's fixed. So it's moving around a lot. Mm. And it's fiery, mm. so it's really... Uh, hot. <laughs> that totally explains like all of my Sagittarian cohorts. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. To, to, like, yeah, yeah. So much. And oh my gosh. Sag in particular really wants a lot of freedom because it's mm -hmm. an adventure. It's, you know, it's out there. It's like the total wild nature guy living out, you know, in the mountains in a little, little shack that he built, you know, like, or mm -hmm. a, a big, beautiful, um, uh, house that you know he built log cabin you know that's mm -hmm. very saggy mm. um, so i'm going to read this also from ari's book the sagittarius archetype in a chart indicates how a soul can come to experientially know in its own natural way the true nature of things it symbolizes the nature of the beliefs or cosmology that a soul will develop in order to make sense out of life. It also represents where there is potential to be dogmatic, closed-minded, insistent mm -hmm. on already knowing, physio uh, philosophically scattered, and too much in the head. So, mm -hmm. um, Interesting. Yeah, Sag is the opposite sign of Gemini. So Gemini is uh, very logical in the details, um, where Sag is 
uh, right-brained, intuitive, uh, knowing, all-knowing. Like a Scorpio knows things, but Sag also really knows things. Very, very intuitive, Sagittarian mm. energy. Um, but it, it's, it's understanding the full picture of the cosmos. Um, it's like the guru sitting in meditation that's been doing it for, you know, mm. lifetimes or, you know, the whole lifetime. And there, there's, there's a, there's a knowingness. They know things. They bring that forward. Well, you can feel it, you know, when you're around them. Um, so it, it is about the mind, about the nature of our beliefs, how we make sense out of life. Mm -hmm. um, and sad just tend to be very outspoken. Um, they're not afraid to tell the truth. Um, met some, I've met some Sages that are just, uh, just obstinate, can't even be around them. They're just so difficult. Mm -hmm. They're just so full of everything that they know. It's just, <laughs> I'm reflecting on this. I don't think I have any Sagittarius people that are close to me. Really? Really? I they populate my whole like orbit. <laughs> I have you, so you've many. You've got mine. You've got mine, and I don't. I don't. Wow. Okay. Well, like uh, to simplify things, like I could say, I have the South Node in Sagittarius. The South Node is where you're coming from in the from the past, what you're bringing forward from the past, right? So I have like this very deep, intuitive nature, mm -hmm. and. Sometimes, like, it can be very hard for me to put it in words, but I could know something. But you want me to write it in a book? Forget it. Like, uh, that, like, takes a lot of work um, for Sag to actually put it in words. Or I'll be in a classroom and nobody will raise their hand to ask the question that everyone's dying to ask, So, but I'll ask it. Mm -hmm. Or I'll bring up a topic that people don't want to deal with. Mm-hmm. You know, there must be some Sag in my chart. <laughs> well, I was going to say we all have Sag in our chart yeah. because we have all the archetypes in our charts. And so even though we might not know someone that has the sun in Sagittarius, mm -hmm. they could have the moon in Sag or Venus in Sag. They could be I wonder what Tony's is. Do you know what your moon or your rising is, Tony? I think. I, I don't know what my moon is. No. It'll be, it would be Libra? interesting. Libra? Wasn't she a rising Libra? something well we we, we need to figure well, out where yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we can look at that i'll look at it when i yeah when thank I you that screen so um sag can represent natural law which i kind of talked about a little bit but um natural law is basically sag's understanding the nature of life and it symbolizes natural law. So it's like, what is the meaning of life? And the answer is nature herself. Aligning with and finding oneself to be one with nature will directly mm -hmm. reveal to a soul the truth of its actual nature, as well as the truth behind creation. So it's, it's, it's in essence, it's a merging with nature. It's a deep connection to nature and all of life. So there's man-made laws and there's natural mm -hmm. law. Yep. And Sagittarius okay. is natural law. Okay. It can also represent law itself um, and justice, which gets a little complicated. So we might not get too much into that. Um, sounds like maybe I didn't, it doesn't, do you understand what I meant, Tony? 
I do now. I do now. Um, thank you for that explanation. You're welcome. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so what I'm getting is that there's emerging, they understand natural law, but, and that's also coupled with, they may not be able to articulate that clearly. Well, everyone's different. Everyone's okay. different. Mm-hmm. Um, a Sag, a Sag uh, energy, if they don't work on articulating it, there's no need to talk about it. It just is, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. kind of, it's like that kind of energy. It just is. Um, so if I add in that Sag also rules religion or the mm. guru, right? Religion is more of man-made mm-hmm. versus I'm at one with the cosmos. I don't you know, need a dogma or, or um, a church to follow. I already know. So they're interested in the dog, kind of the dogma part? They can be. Sages okay. can be extremely dogmatic. And th- this is where um, a lot of religiosity and um, yes, a lot of actually abuse um, with religion has come through. Uh, and guru doctrine. and doctrines. Yeah, the do- doctrine. yeah, the doctrines like having to, you got to do it this way and it's this way. Like mm. I know because I know this is the right way. This is the only way and you're going to do it my way. And it can be wielded as a weapon. Well, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so it can be, uh, that's like the shadow side, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Tony just said something interesting. It can be wielded as a weapon. Now, my cousin is a Sagittarius, um, sun sign. And she told me years ago, because I was trying to understand that, particular influence and she said well I'm a Sagittarius and we are the only signs that carry a weapon Hmm. of all of the signs we're the only one that carries a weapon and I was like whoa (laughs) that's that's interesting what it was well, the, the okay, <laughs> pardon, the silver tongue. Well, it doesn't matter, like how, like though in in the imagery, like I know Libra is oh, the scales, right? right? Um, the Sagittarius symbol is isn't right. it a, like a goddess with a bow and arrow, and she's like aiming it, right? But yeah. it's also it's more like the arc of truth. It's the arc of understanding mm-hmm. the arc of knowing it's like pulling back and getting ready to release that bow where are you sending it it's like more like mm-hmm. i mean it could be the huntress for sure there could be you know all of that it could be seen as a weapon but it's to me it's more of a direction hmm. okay. like you know yeah because i when she said that to me at like it, it for me it explained a lot uh-huh. Okay. You know, I mean, she said, you know, I'm a Sagittarius. So I totally, she was way owning it. We were in the conversation and I, I just thought that is interesting. It's the only sign that carries a weapon. Yeah. I mean, you know, Scorpios have that, uh, that it doesn't yeah. show in the picture, but they've got that scorpion and, you know, there's all kinds of stuff that happens in all the signs, but mm-hmm. you know, my sister's a Sag to, you know, she's a, she loves travel and she's very open-minded, mm-hmm. but she's also got a lot of other stuff. So she's not like, 
well yeah we're not like just one right yeah yeah. everybody's very different how they express it yeah and then wherever we have sagittarius in our particular individual like charts it influences that i mean there's a whole conversation and investigation around that yeah so exactly interesting Mm -hmm. so yeah that's interesting. any more characteristics uh of a sagittarius you want to lift up Um, the only thing I would say is that, um, the shadow piece, they have been known to be called the silver tongue devil. Um, they like things can just slip out of their tongue. They very good at making stuff up and getting away with stuff like gem, Gemini, Sagittarius, very similar in that way. Um, so, you know, depending on the integrity level of where they're coming from and all of that, you know what I'm doing right now? <laughs> is looking up Donald Trump's birthday. I was just, I was just, <laughs> I was just like totally going. You mean like how the current president of the United States makes stuff up? Like it's no, he's, so crazy. he's born in June. Snap, uh, he's Gemini. He's a total well, he's probably Gemini. Gemini. He is you know? he's a total yes. Gemini, like full on Gemini. Yeah, I mean, I have a real, I have a good friend who's a Gemini guy, and this was like last year, and he's like what do you think about Donald Trump, Wendy? And I was like, well, I know we were talking back and forth and he was like, what's his astrology sign? And I said, Gemini. And this is my friend who's a Gemini, who's like a recovering addict. And (laughs) been like, he's like, he's like done a lot of stuff, you know? And he's a really wonderful guy. And he's like, Oh no. (laughs) He's like, this is really bad news. (laughs) Exactly. We love you Geminis out there though, so don't yes, worry. Gemini. Gemini. Geminis are so cool. I've got tons of Gemini, so it's all yeah. Good. Yeah. It, it's an interesting um, but I guess there's always two sides uh yes. to one coin in that um they can be very religious um and honest and and have a lot of integrity, but also um, they can lie. Right. It, it, like I said, it, it kind of, de- it depends on one, they, their level it, of consciousness, mm-hmm. uh, what the motivation is that where they are in their life. Are uh, they even knowing that they're lying though? The right. Delusional, like they might just, be, you know, it just right. might be. Yeah. Right. Just so like, might not even and, be on purpose. You know, right. Everybody's truth is their truth. Right. Which is where they are at the time. And until you know a different truth, that is your truth. Mm-hmm. And many of us adhere really, you know, we adhere to the, our beliefs and our, what we believe to be yeah, true. We get attached to yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Don't we? And Kate, it's exactly what you said, because there's an, an, the acronym denial is don't even know I am lying. Oh, wow. I had never heard oh. that before. Mm-hmm. Huh, don't even know I am lying. Denial. Aw, bless. <laughs> right? Bless, bless. So all of these characteristics, Wendy, um, all of it, like the amazing, adventurous freedom, natural law, um, getting, being interested in dogma, doctrine, you know, being so deeply intuitive, all, um, even the shadow, like we were just speaking about, um, being, you know, making up stuff right? and um, being closed-minded. How does that 
influence our new moon, our collective new moon experience and our, you know, how can we as individuals like take this information and, and, and merge with it, align with it to, to really, really be in collaboration with this particular new moon. Well, what I will say first is Mm -hmm. a Sag moon is pretty happy. Like if you have a Sagittarius moon, unless it's got some really, really difficult aspects, it's pretty freaking happy. That's so good. That's such good news. That's a nice placement. Yeah. That's good news for us after the intensity that we've been in with Mercury and Scorpio. Yeah. It's been pretty, pretty, pretty heavy duty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, it'll be, it'll feel refreshing we'll have Mm. this new moon, you know, the sun will have already moved into Sag for about four days Mm. before the new moon. And then the new, the moon comes around and meets the sun and Jupiter has been in Sagittarius for a year, which has been super delightful and Mm. has just crossed the galactic center, which is this like black hole in the middle of the universe with has basically there's all very powerful spot um moving past there um just before the new moon so we have all that sag venus is in sag now it'll be just Mm. moving into capricorn and uh we have a couple asteroids one in sag one in capricorn so it's very juiced up this new moon so there's a lot of juicy feminine um energy with the sag masculine energy so it's a nice mix so, I so how do we how do we align with that or how do we like utilize it like if yeah. we were doing a ceremony if we were planting some seeds you know if we were setting intentions for this next phase how would we go okay i'm gonna like use the juice of this mm-hmm. sagittarian like like mm-hmm. the medicine of it basically yeah so i i would say that you know um align with yourself what do i want to know what is my new understanding that's coming forward what have i learned where have i stepped up in my awareness and my own natural law my own alignment with nature um how do i want to expand on on how do i want to expand my mind Hmm. the mind the mind because uh, Mm -hmm. sag is about the mind it it is about our it's about our beliefs and it's about Mm -hmm. what our mind believes right um and and understanding um like gemini's thinking sag is knowing but those are still connected to the mind Mm -hmm. um so yeah what do you want to birth forward in your in your expansive knowingness You know, in your intuition, what part of your intuition do you want to develop um, or take it forward to the next step? And depending on where it is in your chart, um, you know, that would reveal a lot more, but it would, it's a time to, you know, it's happiness, happy intuition, um, spirit, you know, what part of spirit do I want to connect with more deeply maybe? Okay. So if I'm feeling stuck, in a particular area, whether it's a belief system that I have or an opinion, you know, or maybe 
even a personality trait or maybe circumstantially in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, how can, how, what do I act like when I turn my awareness to the medicine of Sagittarius, what do I access there in order to like open up something new? Yeah. Um, I would say it's asking, you know, ask your inner guru. It's like, do Mm. I trust myself? Can I trust what comes forward, what bubbles up in me, that inner voice, the inner knowing? Do I trust it? That's do I coming it? up from the soul. Yeah. Do I give it any room? Do I invite it? Do I shove it down? Do I ignore it? Do I like caffeinate <laughs> it? What do I do? How mm. do I honor it? Because um, the honor- soul and the personality, like... We, I think sometimes it can be easy to get confused of like, well, we're so used to operating in personality, particularly in the Western culture, and because we're, we're, we get paid for it, yes. <laughs> we get rewarded for it. And so listening at the level of personality and, and being malleable to that and serving that is, in my world, it's way different than listening to the potency and the power of the soul directives and the soul directives, at least in my experience, sometimes dismantle and reconfigure personality. Totally. And also we follow, we tend to follow a lot of people outside of us and um, make make them our guru or Mm -hmm. because we're not or dogmas yeah we don't have enough faith in ourself um sad is very much about faith and Mm -hmm. um trusting faith so having the courage to either work with a teacher because sagittarius is about teaching and learn learning gemini is the student sag is the teacher and Mm -hmm. vice versa can go back and forth but many Sagittarian energies are about teaching. Mm-hmm. And, I can um, see that. Yeah. We teach what we need to learn the most usually, right? Mm-hmm. And yes. as we teach, we learn. So it's very interwoven. And when we have the courage, um, I used to do this body-centered meditation every single day. And I would go down and I I. I learned this energetic technique and I would visualize from inside and go down through every chakra and let every chakra speak. And I was healing myself. I was healing. Right. And as each one spoke and told me, well, this is out of balance. I need this. And I would just, it was just like magical. And I became the shaman. I became my guru. I became my own source of direct Mm -hmm. connection to the universe. Mm-hmm. right beautiful so that's sag pisces that's gemini virgo sag pisces it's all that working together so mm. um we all have the power to do that it's like we have a health issue right mm. and we only think the medicine or the what the doctor says with the medicine is going to work but oh we actually we actually can do a lot of healing on our own amen and if we trust and have faith. And we listen to that deeper listen, listening. Right, right. That the Sagittarian is tickling us to do. And we don't, we don't avoid, we don't avoid right. 
Um, I mean, many of us are avoiding for many reasons, for good reason. And there comes a time when there's a line in the road and we're like, I, I can't keep going in this direction. The mm-hmm. line has been drawn. I'm going to step back and go within, which is a retrograde thing. It's an mm-hmm. inner feminine, you know, uh, calling to go inside. It's not mm-hmm. out there. It's mm-hmm. in here because I'm not separate from the world. That's natural law. Right, and so we have the potency, you were saying that the Sag is yang and fiery. So we have the potency of the invitation to go within and commune with the, the divine feminine. Yeah, we, and we can, it's an adventure, right? Sag loves an adventure. Totally. Sag yeah. loves to travel. Um, we're talking indigenous cultures, living in a different country. Um, you know, that's very Sag, very Sagittarian. So when we talk about it from an inner place, we're, we can travel we have like the whole world cosmological map is inside. Mm-hmm. What I'm going to take with me, Wendy, I love what you said earlier is um, do we make space for that? Do we honor that voice? Uh, do we have faith and it, trust it? Um, that's mm-hmm. a huge, invi- I mean, that's a many invitations in one. So yeah, mm-hmm. um, I love it's- the way you phrased that. Thank you. And I just will say, if that has been your pattern and your path to avoid it, it's okay. Your timing is perfect because the, we do that for a good reason and we're protecting something, usually mm. some inner part of ourselves, some, somewhere mm-hmm. that we didn't feel safe or honored or mm-hmm. we were told it wasn't yes. okay, all yeah. of that. So that's okay. It's like taking off one layer at a time. It's like, there's 10 doors in front of me and they're all around in my energy field. And you open one door and one, one little head comes out and peeks out. Can I come out now? Right. So we, we get, we work with other people. We find teachers. I've had many teachers and allies. Yes. Allies. It's a lovely word. Perfect word. And allies and teachers, a real ally and teacher will always lead you back inside to yourself. Mm -hmm. So true. So, Wendy, please um, tell us about any other influences that are in effect right now uh, or any interesting tidbits. Right. Okay. Well, there are a number of things that are influencing this new moon that are very closely aspecting this new moon. And there are three asteroids that are involved, Mm -hmm. which uh, correlate to feminine consciousness that coupled with Jupiter and Venus, Venus also symbolizing feminine consciousness. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot bubbling. And I would say there's going to be a lot of um, force in support of uh, the feminine. And uh, Mm -hmm. one thing I didn't mention about Sagittarius this whole time we were talking is Sagittarius is about the truth, (laughs) Mm -hmm. the truth. So it'll be interesting to see that unfolding. Um, so one of the asteroids, Pallas. So I'll just also say, so Sag is about seeing the big picture. Um, mm-hmm. And the ruling planet of Sagittarius is Jupiter. And anything that Jupiter touches expands. It expands really, really big. So it's like a gassy planet, right? So it's called a benefic um, and it usually brings a blessing. There's some kind of benefit that Jupiter brings. 
mm-hmm. if we're in alignment with our lives, right? It can also bring like a toxic liver because Jupiter um, has to do with the liver. So people die on Jupiter transits. Um, you know, people think it's just Pluto, but it can also be Jupiter. So anyway, Jupiter expands things. So Jupiter is with this new moon, expanding all these feminine principles. Wow. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's like what it's going to help us see the big expanded picture, the big vision. And mm. Pallas, which is right with the new moon, she's like a mental, she, in, in um, Sag, she would be like a mental imagery warrior, like using the mind to heal the whole body with imagery. And she's mm. the defender of truth. And then there could be a big push, religious political agenda push happening. And so when we think about Pallas and Sag, we could think Merlin or the Crusades or the sa- uh, Sages. Mm. Um, and um, yeah, we're going to feel lighter, more magnanimous. We're going to feel freer um, on many, many levels. Good. I and like that. Yay. There'll be, there'll be a cutting away of that which lacks nurturance and integrity and boundaries because, uh, <sighs> you know, these asteroids and all this stuff together is just not going to put up with this. It's just going to be like, mm. no, this has to change. This ends now it's going to touch into our relationships. Um, and let me just see what I put here. Um, yeah, there could be, uh, it's, it's like a new externalized uh, phase. There's lots of choices. There'll be full of new activity parties. It's the holidays coming. There'll be a lot of, um, merging with the social sphere to be a need for focus. There'll be some karmic stuff happening with our relationships mm. because the South node is involved in all of what, this. What's an example of that? Like just a tiny example of a karmic stuff happening with relationships. What could well, be an example? you know, Juno will be squaring all of this stuff and Chiron's involved. So. And Juno's an asteroid. Juno's an asteroid and, and Chiron is a Chiron what? is like a centaur, but kind of like, it's not really an asteroid, but it's kind of out there. Also Chiron bridges us from the mundane to the transpersonal. Um, okay. And um, it's where we have our wounds. Basically. Okay. So that would have to do with the karma stuff. Well, it has to do with, whatever patterns and relationships, maybe we're being too nice, Juno's in Libra, we're being too caring, too loving, too understanding, not rocking the boat, or maybe we need to be more cooperative and more understanding and more compromising. It's, it's karmic because the South node is connected in with the new moon sort. It's like pretty close. So, um, and it's so put, when, and so that makes it karmic. Yes, because the nodes are karmic. They're karmic uh, placements. Indicators. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, right. the, the new moon is really in Sag. The the south node is in Capricorn still, but there's definitely it's touching into uh, all the other planets that are surrounding the new moons. So, well, that, I, that, those issues are going to come up. Those issues are coming up everywhere on this planet yes. as far mm-hmm. as yeah. relationships and dynamics 
that's needing to change. And the other thing that you talked about, Sagittarius, being about truth and integrity. Mm -hmm. We have people speaking up, Mm -hmm. uh, telling the truth, being courageous, Mm -hmm. um, being brave. And it is thrilling. (laughs) Right. It's thrilling. And it's a shame that it feels so rare. Well, you know, it's interesting is last year mm. this time, right? The um, Me Too movement had yeah. had really broken out and it started all pouring out through the whole year. But by this time last year in Scorpio time and then moving into Sag, things were really coming out, right? The truth- Things were coming out, but beca- because we live in a patriarchy, what ends up happening, we end up focusing on the man and his misdeeds and all the salacious details instead of what is systemic and the damage that has been done to who's ever been, whoever has been abused or dominated. It's it's amazing. Victim blaming and all that. Oh, Mm -hmm. but the, the victim just gets pushed to the side sometimes yeah. or blamed yes. and then yeah. it's still focused on the man. And that, Oh man. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. Freaking blowing. Yeah. yeah. Right. Though, so, though here we are. Thank you so much, Tony, for bringing that up because it's uh, you bringing that up. It, Cause it's such an important po- point. The whole systemic, like all of the constructs that, that are like shaking mm-hmm. in their freaking boots right now. Mm-hmm. that are tied to the operating system of the patriarchy, which mm-hmm. is not sustainable. The so, dogma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The dogma, the doctrine, the I know it all, the delusional, the like, it's, it's, I'm so grateful that you're bringing it up because the fact that we're casting the spotlight in that direction means the days are numbered. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's, I really feel like I think they know Facebook. that it's numbered. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, it definitely is. I mean, I saw what uh, 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 Jimmy Dean sausage and their milk, they're going bankrupt, right? And someone mm. on my Facebook feed said, oh, yeah, but that's because Walmart stopped buying from them. And I was like, so what? One down, 10 to go. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it, it shows there's a momentum because people are making different choices. Yeah. And, um, and I'm not saying don't be an eat meter or don't drink milk. I'm saying we have, we need to treat animals better. For real. Right. I mean, the way yes. we abuse nature. And including, animals. including plants. There's right. abuse that's happening. Right. All of the, that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> right. The way we abuse so, nature. And oh right. my God. Is, right. Abuse of nature. That, yeah. That's a, that's another episode. Yeah. And so, yeah. So it's not just the animals. It's also the plants. Yeah. So to finish that little piece about relationships. So yes, Juno interacting with all these other plant um, planets and asteroids, she represents the emotional psychological needs that motivate us to seek union for merging. Okay. So this Mm. transit and the aspect, which is a square, which can be create conflict and irritation and Mm. which, which forces us to Mm -hmm. address things. Um, this will present a time for the inception of a relationship, a new beginning because the new moon, or it will bring a, bring a period of crisis and separation to regroup, reconsider all those things. So, mm-hmm. yeah. well, I'm going to choose um, 
new relationship, new form of relationship, um, mm. something that hasn't existed before, calling that forth. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 a cra- it, it's a crazy adventure right now. Our relationships with everything, um, our relationships are changing, mm-hmm. and we can either be. I think, Wendy, what you said earlier, we can either be in action and empowered through this period by being in action and being conscious mm-hmm. or or, um, or not. And I don't like the or not alternative. Well, the or not alternative has to do with separation. Mm. Right, right. And the patriarchy demands that we live in a, in a tone, a resonance of being separate Mm -hmm. you know and the divine femme who is emerging and rising she has everything to do with collaboration cooperation let's intimacy let's have a talk let's possible let's birth something new Mm -hmm. yeah right a new construct you know Mm -hmm. in so many areas (laughs) personally and transpersonally Mm mm-hmm and, and it is happening, and I'm so grateful you brought it up. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So you said that there were three asteroids, and, you know, I think we were speaking about this earlier that maybe we need to have, like, just a whole episode on asteroids. Yeah. Because it sounds so interesting. So you said that there were three. You brought up Juno. You brought up... Pallas. Pallas. Ceres. Mm-hmm. And Ceres. then there's also Vesta. Mm-hmm. Vesta. Though, though for this new moon, it's Juno and Pallas. And series, yep. Series, yep. and and what's going on with her? What what's her deal? Uh, with series, yeah. Well, series is um, going to conjunct the South Node. She's the Great Mother. Um, what does that mean, the Great Mother? Like, she's like with Demeter, um, mm. and she rules agriculture and food and nourishment mm. and mothering and. Um, uh, and so how is she how is she influencing the new moon or how can we work with her right she's with venus in the south node so hmm. um it's like you know the feminine is with the great mother and in capricorn so capricorn also calls for integrity and elder stewardship and hmm. um real honoring um, like the grandmother yes yes so it's okay. like it's like there's a um, uh, uh, coming together of all the feminine energies um, mm. and yeah like kind of she's be guiding the way to um, into this new phase into Cap into Capricorn which we can get she's into later but, us. Um, so yeah she is esc- escorting us and you know it can also be a time of what's you know uh, could be starvation and food addiction and um, uh, what's the word when there's no water? Um, you know, when there's a thirsty, crisis. I'm thirsty. No, That's but like droughts. The, yeah, droughts, Drought, droughts, yeah. droughts. Yep. So it could, it could represent that. And there is that there is a lot going on as we know. Mm-hmm. And flooding. like yeah. the- And fires. Right. There's a lot mm-hmm. of, and there's a, a lot of, yeah. Natural things that, that appear unnatural based on patterns previous. Right. Right. 
like we have all yeah. that badge, which is fire, you know? So, um, you know, it just calls us forth to be more and more alignment. One thing I wanted to say, which is positive, the last basic thing is that Mars will be in a really positive aspect to all of these planets, right? So it's going to be uh, sextiling all that Capricorn and Venus and stuff. So the, that's a good mix for masculine feminine to like work things out. Maybe you have a new business plan. Maybe you're building something new. You're laying new mm. foundation for a new beginning in your life. There's a lot of good support for that now. Really? Wonderful. Wonderful. So in closing, Wendy, is there anything else you want to lift up? Well, we'll say that. Um, and you're late. I hear that horn. <laughs> that, that horn is like outside. There's outside my window and Time I'm going to go. mute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, okay. So by the solstice, December 21st. So this new moon that I'm talking about is November 26th, right? It's right before Thanksgiving in the U.S., uh, for the U.S. anyway, that are celebrating Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, by the solstice, which is December 21st, mm-hmm. we will be on the edge of a new moon eclipse on December 26th. So that wow. will be our next new moon cycle. So, um, you know, we are in between, we are just past the midpoint of the equinox in um September to the solstice. Mm. So the time between an equinox and the solstice, everything that you're bringing forward from then kind of uh, it's, it's like a building to what you're bringing to the solstice. So um, anything that you've been working on all this time, you know, just keep going and um, you can birth it forward in the eclipse time. Mm. Oh, that's going to be so neat. Yeah, to hear so, to hear about so dive in that conversation. Yeah, and, and just so you know, two weeks before the eclipse, you're going to be feeling it. Yeah, so we're, we're okay. going to be more sensitive. We're going to see things more clearly. We're going to be like the veil is very yeah. thin. Yeah, and it's getting a little bit thinner and thinner as we go more into towards the solstice, right? Yeah, yeah, the solstice is also a crossroads, right? It's a threshold also. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good reminder about self-care, asking for help, resting, yeah. uh, keep staying hydrated and stay, making room for um, your soul to speak. Yes. Soul to speak, yes. Yeah, and that inner so voice that you can listen. Knocks, mm-hmm. knocks on your door, you know, it's... It's talking to, I mean, even if you have some major health issue going on or something, I, I used to have extreme chronic pain and it was the inside me was trying to get my attention mm-hmm. and it got, it got my attention through my illness. Right. So there's many ways it comes, ma- many ways things come to us, right. To help us awaken. And I asked my higher power, let me, please let me learn my lessons easily and gracefully Mm -hmm. Uh, because I've had so many um, times in my life where I'm going 80 miles an hour into the brick wall Um, Mm -hmm. because when I need to stop, if I don't stop, the universe does stop me. Mm 
Right. Of course it yeah. does that. And the other thing to say is if we're feeling like I could use the word petty, um, it could be really anything that disempowers us, but it's because we're looking outside of ourselves and projecting mm-hmm. that that person has what I don't, they have, mm-hmm. you know, all the, all the ways that we project it's really because we're not empowered enough inside. So how do we change this? We surrender, we ask for help. Um, And the Mm. the more we can learn about how our inner mind works and the the pictures and the videos we're playing, Mm. the more we can help, we learn how to become the um, witness to those things because we actually aren't those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're not the stories, we're not the movies, we're not the projections or the opinions or any of that. That's what we've been programmed with, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Wendy. Yeah, thank you so much, Wendy. And thanks for all of your um, groovy insights too, Tony. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Where you went. Yeah, I got poked. (laughs) You did, and you you infused, and I'm so grateful. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. So always grateful for the time that we come together for this. Mm-hmm. And uh, Wendy, thank you for sharing your wisdom and your expertise uh, mm-hmm. in service to others. That's huge. So mm-hmm. uh, we thank you very much. Yeah. And, and we wish everyone a great, just beautiful Holidays. New moon, <laughs> holiday season and, and a great new moon and, uh, until we're together again right around solstice time you know, with this eclipse that's coming, mm-hmm. new moon eclipse. Yeah. Exciting. Always, always a blessing, ladies. Thank you so much. Yeah, Thank you. So much love. So much love, everybody. Okay, peace. Saying yes. Thank you for joining us today. If you like what you're hearing, please rate us on your favorite app. Subscribe, leave a comment, send us a question. We'd love to hear from you. And we invite you to share your favorite episode with friends. And when something is sizzling that we feel you should know about, we'll send out a note to fill you in. Subscribe to our newsletter on our website, shespotlight.com and FYI. We respect your privacy and we will never share your info. You can also support and collaborate with us by visiting our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash shespotlight. We deeply appreciate your generosity. Until next time, this is Tony and Kate sending you peace and love.